If you like this podcast, you're going to really like McClanahan Academy. Head over to McClanahanAcademy.com. That's McClanahanAcademy.com. Enroll. It's free of charge. You get a free class, 10 Myths of American History. When you do enroll, I've got nearly 20 classes there available for purchase. Go to McClanahanAcademy.com. Enroll today and get a real history education. The Brian McClanahan Show, episode 698. It's time to think locally and act locally. Welcome to the Brian McClanahan Show. Welcome back to the Brian McClanahan Show. Glad to be back on the program. Very glad to be here. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, like my Facebook page, and subscribe to my YouTube page where you can watch this podcast. Find all those social media accounts on my webpage, brianmcclanahan.com. That's B-R-I-O-N, mcclanahan.com. While you're there, give me that email address. I'll give you a free ebook, Forgotten Founders, free audiobook of the same title read by yours truly. You can support the show by going to mcclanahanacademy.com. Great website. You get great content. Lots of good stuff there. And it's a win-win. You buy classes, one or 20, and you keep this podcast free of charge. Plus, you get the great content in the classes. If you like the podcast, I've said it, you're going to love McClanahan Academy. Also, today is the very last day you can get the newest class, Radical Republicans, for $60 off. This is it. Once that deal is gone, you will never see it for this price again. So here we are, September 6th, 2022. If you're listening to it, use the coupon code RADICALS. It's the last day you can get it for $60 off. You'll never see it for this price again. So grab that class while you can because it is an amazing class and really gives you insight, as I mentioned yesterday, into that ridiculous speech by Joe Biden. We're going to talk about something similar to that today, but... Before I say that, of course, you can always support the show as well by clicking on the support tab at brianmcclanahan.com. You can throw a few pennies my way there or go to YouTube. If you're watching the video, click on the super thanks button underneath the video. Or you can go to anchor.fm and subscribe there. Lots of great ways to support the show financially. But as always, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Give it that five-star review. Comment on it on YouTube and other places to help the algorithm get eyeballs on the show or ears into the show. So those are always great things you can do. And always send me those show requests too. I do appreciate what you want to hear. And I enjoy seeing what you want to hear. And oftentimes I'll give it to you. In fact, this is a listener generated episode. This was sent to me, I think via social media. I can't remember where somebody posted it, but um, it's an article by Max Boot. Now, if you're not familiar with Max Boot, Max Boot, poor Max Boot can't find a home. I mean, every now and then you find these conservatives, quote unquote, conservatives that uh, they've decided that conservatism, modern conservatism is no longer for them. They are just going to be leftists and they just can't find anyone to love them, right? So this is Max Boot. He's gone to Washington Post. He's he's written uh, several books about how Republicans are awful and mainstream Republicans are awful and everybody's awful except for him. Now, this piece is, is interesting. He wrote it for the Washington Post and the title of it is uh, MAGA Republicans are out of touch with the real America. This was published before the Biden speech on Thursday of last week. This was published on the 31st of August, so a couple of days before the Biden speech. And I found this remarkable. I guess the day before the Biden speech. I found this remarkable because what Boot is saying here is that mainstream America really is left-wing America. That, And I mentioned this before, that the goal of the Democrats has been to normalize the abnormal. To normalize things that for generations of Americans have considered to be abnormal. This is the entire agenda. 
I also find it fascinating that these people say that Republicans and conservatives, more importantly, are flirting with fascism because nobody likes their ideas. But this is odd because the real fascists in America, the real thought police, the real speech police, the people with the power and threatening to use F-15s are the leftists. They're the bureaucrats. They're the people that are really out of touch. They find, they, they become very uh, demonstrative, right? They have these parades and other things. They're demonstrative, but they're not, they're not the real America. And this is why people are recoiling at these things. It's why, for example, Glenn Youngkin can win in Virginia running on a campaign that simply said, we're not going to have critical race theory in our classrooms. Now, Youngkin is as establishment as you can get outside of that particular issue. And this is what I said before, don't be fooled by Glenn Youngkin. He's really not that good. The fact that Ann McLean was booted out and had to resign in Virginia shows you that Glenn Youngkin is, uh, is really a snake in the grass. But the fact is, this is why Youngkin was able to win in Virginia, because people don't want wokeism. They don't want the leftist culture war shoved down their throat. But Max Boot seems to think that's the real America. He seems to think that left-wing America and the in the sensational left-wing America, the weird left-wing, highly weird is actually America. That's what most Americans think. Now, in some cases, I can't say he's entirely wrong. If you go to New York City, or you go to New England, or you go to Los Angeles or San Francisco, these larger cities, heck, even cities like Atlanta, you're going to find more of the weird, and it's going to be more mainstream. But most Americans... Don't live in those cities. Now you can say, well, wait a second, McClanahan. All oh, these urban areas, these are the real areas. This is a concentration of America. People, you look at red America, it's just a whole bunch of empty land, some counties. People don't live out there. Well, the fact is that, Cal look, the Democrats win the popular vote because of California. Outside of that, they don't win the popular vote. America is not California. We seem to think it is because, of course, so much of our media is driven by California and New York. But that's not America. And the fact that Boot would write this article saying that real America is left-wing America is fascinating. Again, this is spin. This is perception. And this is an attempt to make the abnormal normal. To make the abnormal normal. In other words, to brainwash people. But l let, me, let me read this piece because it's fascinating. He's in Provincetown, Massachusetts. <laughs> now, think about this again in terms of the Radical Republicans class. What was Charles Sumner's goal in 1856? What was his goal in 1860 and 61 and 1866? His goal was to make America New England. His goal was to make America New England again. Now, you could say that the current goal of the left is to make America California, but I could also say is to make keep America New England. Because the end result of the radical Republican Reconstruction was to make America New England. And this is where Boot is. This is where I say, all. The, this is why the radical Republicans class is so important. Because so many of the things that we think about that come out of the left come out of New England. <clears throat> so he's in Provincetown, Massachusetts. He said, I've been feeling very blue this summer. Oh, I don't mean I'm depressed. I've been having a ball. But I've been spending time in some of the most liberal enclaves in America. First, Martha's Vineyard, where former President Barack Obama has a house. Then, Provincetown, Massachusetts, an LGBTQ mecca, 
where pride flags are ubiquitous. I even took my stepkids to a drag show. Don't tell Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Ha, 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 ha. I mean, this is such poor writing. Uh, and, and Max Boot somehow passes for a major intellectual. But so he's in New England. He's in New England. And of course, somehow New England is America. Now, I'm not going to deny that this isn't the case when you look at the left. What I would say is that this is a fine example of what I've been talking about in the Lincoln myth of America. This is the byproduct of the Lincoln myth, of the righteous cause myth. America has become New England. A colleague of mine points to 1988 as a, as a point where we had two candidates from Massachusetts, or New England, I should say, two candidates from New England, Connecticut, not Massachusetts, but Connecticut, running for president. I mean, very close to each other. And of course, that would be George H.W. Bush and Michael Dukakis. Now, you move forward in time. You've got John Kerry from New England. You've got George W. Bush from New England. Now, he says he's from Texas, but he's really not. He's from New England. That's where his family is from. These are all New Englanders. In fact, Bush, the Bushes are related to the Adamses. They're all just progressives from New England. This is what they are. So we've got the New Englandification of America, and then we've got California thrown in there, and we've got a major disaster. But when Boot says that he's in real America, if you believe in the Lincoln myth, if you believe that somehow these people, this is, this is the normalization of all the abnormal, strange things in America, well, that's what this piece is all about. And when Biden stands up and says, I believe in real America, these are the things, this is what he's talking about. He reads, these people believe this stuff. I have to admit that even this reformed ex-Republican did a slight eye roll at the car next door to our rented beach house in P-Town. <laughs> Boot is just such a dork in P-Town. What the heck does that even mean? This is a guy that walks around with his little fedora. He looks like a complete moron. He really does. And he writes stupid stuff like this, so somehow I'm going to talk about P-Town. It's the dorky guy trying to sound like he's hip. It's just so stupid. It sports bumper stickers proclaiming Biden-Harris coexist with Christian, Jewish, Muslim, and peace symbols. Resist in Biden under a shock of yellow hair. Naturally, it's a Subaru station wagon with a bike rack. How cliche can you get? Well, I mean, you're going to see that in any college town in America. These people are just so stupid, too. But regardless... Um, you know, this former re this reformed ex-Republican. Got to give an eye roll to that. Because it's, it's so cliche. Boot is the very embodiment, personification of cliche. It's funny that this guy's calling somebody else cliche. It is, it is easy in such environs to imagine that you're not in the real America. In fact, your friend who lives, as I do, in New York City, yet another Democratic bastion, made precisely that observation in a half-joking manner. I'm happy not to be in America, he told me, meaning presumably he was happy to be in a place where drag queens are considered normal and Trumpkins are not. But you know what, Boot says? Provincetown is the real America. So is Martha's Vineyard. These communities are undoubtedly on the left and prone to excess, excesses of political correctness that make for easy punchlines. But in many ways, they might be more representative of 2022 America than the Rust Belt diners where reporters love to take the pulse of Trumplandia. Are they, more in are they more like real America? 
Are they more like real men? These drag queens and P-Town and New York City more like real America? No, they are. To, the Rust Belt isn't real America. That's not real America. These Midwestern towns, these Southern towns, that's not real America. That's Trumplandia. That's something else. That's something entirely opposite of real America. Now, could you make a case that Republicans are in the minority? I think you can make that case. And I've said it before. I think conservatives are in the minority in America now. Which is why you need legal protections. You can't have majoritarian democracy. This all comes down to Calhoun, which I'll talk about on Thursday this week. With a, with a new book out that you're going to want to get. But certainly you can make the case that Red America is now pushing into minority. And that this strange, weird, Holly weird has become, or New England weird has become the mainstream in America, or at least because of media and other things, they make you feel that way. That's always been the point. Look, for years, the left and the and the extreme left, which is wokeism, which is all of that, it's the extreme left, they were always punching larger than their weight class. And that's because they had media. They make it all look normal, right? You watch television shows, you go on the internet, all this stuff looks normal. You go to Twitter and people think that's real America. It's not. Most Americans aren't on Twitter. Twitter is a left-wing cesspool. It's funny. And this is why I'm on Twitter, because it's funny and you can make fun of all this stuff. But that's what it is. It's a left-wing cesspool. Kind of like New England and kind of like California, for the most part. This is why Victor Davis Hanson, V.D. Hanson, is so upset about California, because he thinks real California is the little, small, little conservative enclaves in California. And I know they're there, but V.D. Hansen believes that uh, that's real California. That California has been gone since the 1960s. My grandparents lived in California. They lived in Bakersfield. They loved it until about the 1960s, and then they left because it was horrible. So uh, the fact is, real California is left-wing California. Real New England is left-wing New England because it's always been that New England anyways. I mean, New England has always been this kind of strange place. You can say that John Adams is this, you know, this conservative rock and the Adams family in New England. And you have this old, you know, this old uh, conservative culture in New England. Look, uh, Adams and his insistence on centralized power it's so much to bring about this nonsense. He was the antithesis of what American conservatism really was, which is a dedication to federalism. But even John Adams was preferable to any of the yahoos we have in government today to uh, Brandon or anyone else. So Booth continues, There is an implicit assumption shared by many Republicans and Democrats that real Americans are white, rural, conservative, Christian, and poorly educated. I love the poorly educated, Donald Trump said in 2016. Ultra-MAGA Republicans assume that their policy preferences, anti-immigration, anti-gun control, anti-abortion, anti-woke, are the only legitimate views that can be held by real Americans. And then anyone who disagrees is a pointy-headed elitist or globalist who is out of touch with, yet, with reality. So look at how we, how we phrase this, right? These ultra-MAGA Republicans, the same people that Brandon was out denouncing in a speech are the antithesis of real America. This is all setting up for a narrative. If you believe, if you're anti-immigration, if you're anti-gun control, if you're anti-abortion and you're anti-woke, you're not a real American anymore. You're on the fringe. You're extreme. 
you're a danger to America, to real America. Think about how this is getting pushed now. This piece comes out. Brandon starts putting out the message. MAGA is not real America. MAGA is dangerous. MAGA is a threat to democracy. Makes a speech like that. Now they have to walk it back. Why? Why is Brandon walking this stuff back right now? Well, because they figured out, oops, there are a lot. this is not true. What we're saying actually is not true. And they've got a lot of backlash, even in places they wouldn't expect to get it, like their little liberal enclaves. So then Boot says, yet it is white Christian rural conservative voters who are now in the minority. This isn't necessarily untrue. I actually agree with him here. I think that, look, the, the fact is that the people he's talking about are pushing in the minority, and people are recognizing this now. This is why you need a written constitution with real checks on centralized power and majoritarian democracy. You needed it before when you had other groups in the minority. I mean, this is the, the reason that you have a constitution is to protect minorities from majoritarian rule, from, from not just majoritarian rule, but numerical majoritarian rule. That's why you have it. He says, indeed, much of the reason that MAGA Republicans sound so hysterical so much of the time, that's a funny way, that's, that's I mean, that's no self-awareness. This piece sounds hysterical. The Biden speech was hysterical. It's built on a fantasy boogeyman. Is that they know that the tides of economic and demographic change are leaving them behind. The white share of the population has declined from 80% in 1980 to just 60% in 2019. By the 2040s, America is projected to become majority-minority. But is that really is that really still the... Is that a correct statement, majority-minority? I mean, you have to have factions to do that. You have to believe that everyone votes on race at that point. Uh, we know white Americans don't vote on race. We know that at all. You know, that's the case at all. I mean, we, but you'd have to assume that then uh, every other racial population votes exclusively on race. And that they'll all coalesce around a left-wing candidate because the left is where all non-white people go to vote. Accompanying this demographic shift is an economic shift that puts a premium on brains over brawn. Of course, white people aren't very smart. In 1970, 31.2% of non-farm workers were employed in blue-collar jobs. By 2016, the blue-collar share of the workforce had fallen to just 13.6%. There is even a religious shift. Atheists and agnostics are the fastest-growing religions, religious group in the country. <laughs> um, atheism and, is not a religion. But anyways, I mean, it's okay. While the percentage of Christians declined by 15 points between 2007 and 2021. Demo uh, demography is not necessarily destiny, and Latinos in particular are not as democratic as they used to be. But these trends are hardly favorable for a Trumpified Republican Party whose base increasingly consists of white evangelical Christians who haven't graduated from college. I mean, think about that. What he's just, again, what they're doing here, this is the part and parcel of the Democrats, is to throw the other side on the bus and say they're all just a bunch of white, stupid, white, white, stupid white supremacists, right? Extreme stupid white supremacists. This is what Biden said in his speech. Those are the MAGA Republicans. Extreme stupid white supremacists. That's who the danger to America is. Extreme stupid white supremacists. That's what Max Boot is saying. I mean, he's saying, look, uh, that's not real America. 
extremely stupid white supremacists are not real America. Real America is something else. Real America is drag queens. Real America is P-Town. He says it. A more diverse, better educated country is more liberal, particularly on cultural issues. In other words, more like P-Town and the Vineyard. P-Town and the Vineyard. Look, I'm hip. Just look at the massive shift on same-sex marriage. Even Obama came out against marriage equality in 2008 when it had the support of only 40% of Americans. Now same-sex marriage is supported by 71% of the public and even by 55% of Republicans. It has become a non-issue. Why is that the case? Because of the media. Again, the media punches harder than their weight class and they've normalized this. The whole goal of the left is to normalize abnormal situations, right? Abnormal things. So for a long time, that was considered an abnormal behavior. Now they've normalized it so you can say it's a normal behavior. And this is, this is their goal, the drag queens and everything else. It's to make these things normal. There was a time when Corporal Klinger and MASH was considered to be abnormal. He was going for a Section 8 mental insanity by dressing up as a woman. Right? This is, that show, MASH, was the 1970s. Now, well, we have people in government that do this and they're considered normal. This is this is where all this is going, right? It's it's to create the abnormal become normal, and this is what Max Boot is saying. The abnormal is now normal in many of these blue enclaves, many of these blue places, and so the real people out of touch are the conservatives because they're going against the grain. They're not on board with the with the P town train or the Vineyard train, right? They got to get on board with New England. It's to make America New England again. For a long time, America wasn't New England. Now we're going to make it New England. This is what Charles Sumner wanted in the 1850s. I don't think he would agree with, <laughs> with what's happening in New England now. I mean, look, Charles Sumner was not, would not have been a 21st century liberal. Maybe if he was alive today, he might be. But you know, Charles Sumner in 1856 would have recoiled at some of the stuff that is now considered normal. Anyone in the 19th century would have. They'd look at these people as freaks. But... Regardless, this is what we have. And so New England is now setting, New England and California are setting the cultural agenda in America and the rest of America, which because, again, of media, whether it's the internet, whether it's television, whether it's you know movies, stream, whatever it is, sports, even your major sports, uh, uh, sports leagues, which there was a great piece in National Review. I hate to trump, tr trump at National Review, but they talked about Major League Baseball, my favorite sport, and how many teams are now pursuing and paying money to left-wing causes that their base, the base uh, that who supports baseball, would be opposed to. But you see, this is corporate America. So corporate America, left-wing America, whether it's New England or the media or whatever, they're pushing this agenda to normalize it. To normalize it. And of course, if you're against it, you're just a stupid, extreme white supremacist. You're you're not. You're just saying this isn't what I want. This isn't this isn't normal to me. This isn't this is this is not right. But you're being called these things because this is what the fascists on the left are they're trying to get you to shut up. And if you don't, what happens? You get canceled. You get you lose your job. All these things happen, right? It's fascism. 
The hardcore MAGA base might thrill to the kind of cultural warfare practiced by Trump and DeSantis, but it repels most of the electorate. I wouldn't say most. I would say a very slim majority it might repel. A very slim majority. Which is why so many Republicans who tattered their opposition to abortion during the primaries are now soft-pedaling an unpopular stance. It, it might be a slim majority that is against the culture war because of California. But I think if DeSantis would run, and I've said I don't think he should be a presidential candidate, I think he's better off in Florida. And I think all of these people should be looking to governor positions, not the presidency. Because the governors have proven to be more powerful than the president when it comes to the culture war. More powerful than the president. DeSantis is showing it every single day in Florida. Uh, the, the issue then is, where can you have the most power to stop these dopes in Washington, D.C.? And Biden knows it. It's in the states. Look at COVID. Biden runs around during the 2020 election saying, hey, if you vote for me, we'd stop COVID dead in its tracks. Vote for me. Vote for me. I'd stop. Our COVID would already be done. He gets into office. Yeah, I can't really do anything about that. It's got to be the states. Right? Because the states control everything. So we need, we need a DeSantis in every state in America. That's what we really need. Not a DeSantis running for president of the United States. We need to turn our focus away from the center and to the states. Our political system has a minoritarian bias, but there is little doubt that Democratic positions are way more popular than Republican ones. 67 million more Americans live in counties won by Joe Biden than by Trump in 2020. And the Biden counties produce 71% of U.S. gross domestic product. So you see, 67 million more Americans live in counties won by Joe Biden. But that doesn't mean 67 million, million more Americans like Joe Biden or Brandon over Donald Trump or the Republican message. It just means there's more people that live there. And those counties produce 70% of U.S. gross domestic. So all of these lefties are the real economy and the real population of America. Again, not everyone in these counties votes for the Democrats. I would say it's probably a majority because these are major cities. And so in major cities, you're going to have people wanting handouts. They think of America as urban. They think of America as an urban place, and we need to have urban policies. The Biden strongholds are in major cities and suburban areas, and that is increasingly where most Americans live. Well, this is true, right? As people move into urban areas and suburban areas, this is not false. But you saw what Youngkin could do in these areas if you make these left-wing issues which are divisive and problematic for the left, if you make them, if you make the culture war an issue in these suburban areas, generally the left loses. Even in red states, major metropolitan areas tend to be pretty blue. The largest city Trump won in 2020 was Oklahoma City, whose entire population is less than half of Manhattan. The New York borough, where the former president once fetted and now is a pariah. The whole country might not be nearly as progressive as Provincetown. Why didn't he call it P-Town? Or the Vineyard. Or Martha's Vineyard. But those blue havens are closer to an increasingly liberal mainstream than the MAGA redoubts where pickup trucks sport Let's Go Brandon bumper stickers. He concedes at this, at this last paragraph that, you know, maybe America is not as blue as what I'm making out here as New England, but it's becoming more mainstream. Why? I've mentioned why. Why are they doing it? 
because they've got corporations, because they've got the media, because they've got social media, and because they have major newspapers like the Washington Post. But the last line is something that I found so strange looking at the way things are happening in America. There's a good reason so many MAGA Republicans are embracing semi-fascism. Now, this is a link, he hyperlinked this, to another Washington Post article. Uh, and a, a Let's Go Brandon speech, right? That calls MAGA Republicans semi-fascists. Yeah, because, of course, Biden knows this stuff. But he says there's a reason. Their views are too unpopular to command majority support anymore. That's not true at all. We've seen that they can command majority support. They certainly don't speak for the real America to the extent that such a thing even exists. Max Boot is a dope. And uh, I mean the fact that he would even write this piece, knowing full well that it's simply not true, most of it, and the fact that the fascists really are on the left, again, I think COVID, they would have locked down the entire United States for years because of COVID if they could have gotten away with it. They would have done it. They're the fascists. They are the fascists. They are the brown shirts. They're coming for people. Biden made it clear in his speech. They don't think you should exist. You are the enemy if you are a MAGA Republican, whatever that means. But essentially, you're the enemy if you oppose their economic, political, and social agenda. You're the enemy, and you have to be dealt with as such. This is the danger of the centralized power in America, which is the gift of the Republican Party of the 1850s, 60s, and 70s, and the gift of making America New England. You see, I'll say this about New England. In New England in the 17th century, every little city had its own constitution. This is what Jefferson called them ward republics, right? But every little city was kind of independent. But they were heavily authoritarian. And that authoritarianism was designed to, to enforce cultural continuity. Outsiders, this is where witches come from, right? Salem, all that. The idea was if women were, were uh, the idea was to keep women from bucking whatever the the established culture was in that little area, right? So if you do that, you're a witch, clearly. This is New England. This is the New England culture. This is what these people want to do. If you buck the mainstream culture, which they think is mainstream, then you are a heretic and have to be dealt with. You're a witch. You're a warlock, whatever you are. Now, of course, they like witches and warlocks because they think that's some kind of new trendy religion. But you are a pariah. You're a Christian. <laughs> right? If you, if, you don't, if you don't embrace woke America, you're a Christian. And that term might just become a, you know, some type of pejorative. And Max Boot uses it that way. You're a Christian. How dare you be a Christian? How dare you believe in Christianity? This piece, we're going to see a lot more like this. I don't, I think, in the future, but for right now, I think there was enough backlash against the, the uh, rise of Brandon's speech, the rise of the empire, that perhaps this is, they, they realize they stepped in it. And Max Boat's column here, I, I say Max Boat because it's, you know, it's the maximum boat. Uh, boat, it's just hilarious. Every time I see it, I think of Das Boot, right? He's the he's the Nazi uh, submarine. I mean, in some ways, that could be the 
case. He's he's the he's the Nazi submarine. He's under lurking underwater, trying to torpedo everything that he doesn't like. All right. So um, look, this piece is funny. There are there is some truth to it on some things, and I think. People on the right need to realize this, and this is where you have to think locally and act locally and make sure your state is protected, insulated, the hedge, so to speak, from all of this nonsense that's coming from New England and California. And if you can do that, that's great for you, right? If you can live in those areas where you can have some kind of insulation from this stuff. And this is real America. I mean, that's where, you know, the normal still is normal and the abnormal still is abnormal. But anyways... I'll see you tomorrow on the Brian McClanahan Show. See you then.